Greetings, this is Carl. The At the center of making good financial decisions over time is, is the process of clarifying a sense of purpose. So purpose is at the center. And it, it's not only is it the starting point, it's the point to which we return. And it also becomes the, the reference point of all of our decisions. So not only do we start there, but we always return there. Um, another analogy I've often used is like it, it becomes the sense of purpose, becomes the lens, becomes the lenses through which we view our decisions about money. Um, and it happens to be the thing that we've left out in almost all the discussions around tactically how to handle money, you know, insurance and budgeting and investments. Like what we forget, sometimes we, we have goals, but sitting underneath the goals, goals, one way to think about goals is goals is Goals could be thought of as where you want to go. And this sense of purpose is, is sort of why you want to travel in the first place. You know, the often we spend all of our time arguing about whether to take a plane, a train, or an automobile on a trip before we've even decided where we're going to go and long before we've decided why we even want to go in the first place. So it's purpose that sits at the center of these decisions. And um, while we leave it out for the most part, you know, while we've gotten in the habit of while it's, it's, it, while it's missing, the sense of purpose is missing for most of us, it's not missing in all the wisdom traditions. Like every great teacher, religious teacher, prophet, spiritual teacher, everybody has pointed to this. And um, there's a reason for it. And... So let me just give you a couple um, examples. I, I love I love David White, the Irish poet. In one of his essays, he has this line where he says, "Only slowly do we learn what we really care about, and align our outer life." Oh, sorry, and allow our outer life to be realigned with that gravitational pull. So only slowly do we learn what we really care about and allow our outer life to be realigned with that gravitational pull. So if you think about purpose sitting in the middle, um, another way to think about this is, is making, making meaningful decisions about money is this continual process of aligning our use of capital. And every time I say that, I, I see an asterisk in my head. And the asterisk next to capital says time, money, energy, and attention. So there's these four uses of capital, time, money, energy, and attention. So 
the the process of making meaningful financial decisions over time, the process of turning money into meaning, is really this process of aligning our use of capital with what's important to us. And both sides, if you think about that as a Venn diagram, right? Sometimes there's no overlap. These are separate circles. Our use of capital doesn't align at all with what's important to us. Sometimes there's a little overlap, and every once in a while we get like a perfect circle, this total overlap, every once in a while. Right? But it's this never, it, it, and as soon as we have perfect overlap, the next morning something happens to change that again. So it's this never-ending process of aligning our use of capital with what's important to us. And what David White is pointing to here is only slowly do we learn what we really care about. That circle that's got what's important to us, I used to think that was the easy part. Of course, we just need to, you know, we all know what's important to us. It turns out that happens only slowly. Only slowly do we get really clear. And another place I just point to um, in regard to that is Lao Tzu. Um, Lao Tzu in the Tao Te Ching said, uh, be, well, here's the full quote, Lao Tzu. If you're not always wanting you can be at peace. And if you're not always trying to be someone, you can be who you really are and go the whole way. So it turns out that this what's important to us, or what David White refers to as what we really care about, or as Lao Tzu refers to um, who we really are, that's a process of, 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 of discovery. You could think of it as purpose discovery over time or discovering, uncovering. And what, what's interesting is David White uses the word realigned. So it's, it's, it's not really, to me, it may not even be discovery. It may be rediscovery, relearning what's really important to us. Because I, I, I wonder if we knew at one time, you know. I'm sort of thinking is that like a, a carefree child who just wants to spend meaningful time with their friends having really cool experiences. Well, as an adult, I've learned that the most valuable thing I can do is have really cool experiences with the people I love. So it's, it's a process of reorienting, realigning. So that's just one side of that equation. That's the what's important to you part. That's what we're talking about here. Is step one, sort of at the center of making meaningful financial decisions, is these never-ending process of figuring out what's really important to us, what we really care about, who we really are. And that... That's amazing. And so how do you start that process? You know, you start that process with a guess. And, and the reason I love the term purpose versus values or your why or whatever, there's, there's an enduring quality to purpose. Now, of course, it changes, but there is this sense of, of enduring. For instance, my statement of financial purpose says time with my family mainly outside and serving in my community and church 
Well, that has changed over time, and I feel like it's changing a little bit right now where we dropped our youngest child off at school in California four or five weeks ago. And we're reorienting ourselves now. We're, we're realigning a bit with no kids in the house. I mean, they come back. We talk to them all the time. They're my favorite friends. They're, like, it's, it's good. It's fine. It's totally good. But it does mean that there's a, a process of, of realignment. Now, will time with my family mainly outside change? I don't think it will, but it might not be, you know, it, it might not be quite as front and center for us. And the point is, it changes a bit, but there's, the, there's still this enduring sense of meaning and quality to it over time. That's why I love thinking about it as purpose at the center of these decisions. So there's so much more, so much more we could, we could say. I, I, I think one more thing I just want to include here as a footnote is this sense of identity, this sense of identity. Um, if I start to identify with that sense of purpose, I am the kind of person who spends time with my family. I am the kind of person who serves in my community, looks for opportunities to serve in my community, serving my friends mainly. It's it, when I, I used to say serving my community in church, I've, I've actually started a, adapting that. It, that. That feels formal to me, like I have a role. You know, I'm, I'm on the board at this organization or I'm, you know, I, I have a role in my church. And I'm now feeling it's more like um, time with my family mainly outside and looking for ways to serve my friends and family. Like quiet ways. Like can I show up at, at an event? Can I, can I go to lunch? Can I find a way to visit a friend in the hospital? Can I, can I, can I actively be there? So it's less formal. So there you have it, right? There's a, there's an, there's a change in, um, my purpose. There's still this enduring quality of like trying to find ways to help people, but now it feels much more aligned, much more, um, much more embedded just in the activity of the day, right? So if I identify back to identity, if I identify as the type of person who does that, then, you know, when a friend is in the hospital, I go to the hospital. Why do I go to the hospital? Because that's what a person like me does because it's part of my identity. There's no, there's no question. The easy example to think about um, identity is either like, a ride, run, let's use running. Um, I'm going for a run. Why? Well, because that's what runners do. And I'm a runner. You know, it's, it's really interesting. Like why, well, I, I, I'm going to write 500 words this morning. Why? Because I'm a writer and that's what writers do. There's no, there's no like, oh no, I need to go do this. No, it's like, that's just what writers do. That's just what runners do. So if we can actually, like, I think faking it till you make it, having parameters around it, building habits, like those are all good pathways on the way, in my mind, the ultimate way to express purpose and define purpose is it becomes part of your identity. 
like at the core, be who you really are and go all the way. We're pointing to identity here. And we have to be careful, obviously, like external, like, you know, I'm a mountain biker is an external identity. And of course, that means as a mountain biker, I go for a run. I'm sorry, I go for a ride, of course, right? But there's a deeper identity too. And that's what I'm trying to point to here with like time with my family, mainly outside, serving my friends. It's getting closer, right? So the more we can identify with this sense of purpose, the easier it becomes. And obviously, as this relates, it becomes much easier if I can get really clear about, I mean, if I, if I can start the process, the never-ending process of becoming clear about who I am, as I become clear, these outer decisions about how to, to use my money, my capital, time, money, energy, and attention, they become easier. Because it, at the center of this, if, if there isn't a center that involves purpose, then that center is constantly moving. Then, of course, you spend money on this and this and that and that and time on this and this because there's nothing to align it to. There's no anchor. There's no ballast for those decisions, right? So that's why it becomes so important that you see this play out. Spending is an easy one, but you see it play out also in the investing world. Like the reason people rush from one investment to the next is because they're, they haven't defined a sense of purpose. If you've defined a sense of purpose and then built your portfolio on top of the process that's most likely to get you there, most likely to actualize your sense of purpose, then you don't. there is no running about. There is no running about. Because the thing at the center is not changing. But if the thing at the center is the latest news, what your friends say, even goals that change quite a bit, then there's a lot of running about. So that's that that to me is this kind of first step is 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 I'm gonna just sum this up as on purpose. Like we're gonna do this on purpose. We're gonna build it on purpose. We're gonna purpose at the center, maybe is the better way to put it. I don't, I, I've, I've toyed around with both metaphors, like we're going to build it on purpose, like purpose is the foundation, but I actually quite like, and this is, for me, this is the power of behavior radio, I learned that in this 15 minutes we've been talking, I learned that I like the metaphor, in fact, I'm going to draw a sketch right when I hit, hit end on this recording, I'm going to draw a sketch with purpose at the center of all the other money decisions. Greetings, it's Carl again. I hope you enjoyed that. And if you enjoyed that, you would love being a subscriber. So go to behaviorgapradio.com and sign up and I'll see you there.